Welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus. Coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. You be I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of said, you can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> It's going to be a rock and roll weekend. Here you are with the double zizzle and the rizzle, Rufus. What's up, Ruf? Are you there, my friend? If you are, you need to turn your mic on. Rufus? Oh. <laughs> yes, I turned your mic on for you. Hey, You're can you hear me? I can hear you. Can okay. you hear me? I saw that. I can hear you. How do I sound? Uh, you sound okay, really. Just a little bit of cutting out there for a second. Now, now say something now. I'm saying something right now. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure if you were saying it right now, but you were saying it right then. Now I'm saying it. Okay, now I'm confused. Which doesn't take much. Well, I think we've already proven that Skype is not going to work, so I'm going to hang up and, and just jump in the next room. I have everything set up with my phone, so I'll call right back in. All right, call right back in. In the meantime, we're going to play a little bit of Beer's Food. Check your folks. Stay tuned for 25 seconds.
back. Are you there, Rufus? Are you there, Rufus? I just went ahead and preempted uh, the beer as food. We'll play that at the end of the show, but I just wanted to get on with the talking part of the show. And I guess Rufus isn't there, so I'll talk to you folks for a little bit. Uh, You know, I live in the middle of the country, and I'm seeing a lot and a lot of coverage about uh, this hurricane. Now, it's I, I do understand that it's unfortunate, and it's affecting a lot of people, but uh, it's really not affecting my weather here, so I wish that the local forecasters would talk more about the weather where I'm living and less about what's happening with uh, this hurricane on the coast, because, you know... It rained today, and I didn't even know it was going to rain because they were too busy saying it was going to rain on the East Coast near Florida and didn't bother to say that it was going to rain here where I live in uh, the great state of Merva, where uh, we like to smoke marijuana a lot. So call us up and let me know what your thoughts are on that if you're sick of hearing about this this, uh, hurricane stuff. Rufus, are you sick of hearing about hurricanes or not? It's it's funny you mention that because I, I am totally sick of it. And it seems like, is it just me? Maybe I'm out of touch and I just don't watch the news as regularly as I used to. But it seems like the buildup to this hurricane has been going on for six fucking months. I mean, how long does a hurricane build up before it fucking hits land? Because it, is it just me or does it seem like every time you've read a headline about this Hurricane Matthew and he's been talked about for like weeks or months, I mean... It's not even a disaster yet, is it? Well, I mean, I just wonder how many people are going to end up naming their kids Matthew because of this goddamn storm. You know what? Why not do this storm justice and, like, name it Hurricane Beelzebub or something like that? You know what I mean? Sure. Something to really give it some fucking gu- some some gumption and make people fucking afraid. I mean, if you're like, oh, Hurricane Matt is coming, I mean, who really fucking cares? No one's really scared of Matt, are they? I mean, That's it's right. not a... Not a scary name. Every person I've known named Matt, uh, I could totally take him in a fight. Right. I mean, obviously. Usually Matt is like a guy with no personality, kind of a doofus, you know. I mean, unfortunately, his parents weren't, they, they weren't, like my parents weren't smart enough to name him something like Zigzag to where you just, like, know that you have to, like, develop a personality because your name kind of makes you have to. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. That's why we named our, our son Turd Butcher. Right. I mean, you know what? And, and it's, it's a fitting name because he probably takes a lot of craps. Or even if he doesn't now, <laughs> he's going to learn to. Right? I mean, he's going to be like, my name is Turd Pusher. Obviously, I need to take a lot of craps. Because, I mean, think about it. Uh, like any classic name from the olden days when, you know, people were named after stuff, it's like, George Violin Maker. I mean, obviously, he's going to become a violin maker, you know, or yeah. what comes first in that kind of deal? Is it the name, or do you just, like, start making violins because your name is George Violin Maker? Well, when we came when my family came over, uh, like, way back in the day through Ellis Island, they suggested we change our name because my original family name was Leprosy Guy. It was my uh-huh. great-great-grandpa was... Frank Leprosy guy, and right, he used to right. say he was a very unattractive man. Right. I mean, understandable why you want to change that. Not to mention, that's a lot to put on a credit card, really. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. But it's easy you know. to prove your identity. It's hard to it, prove your you know identity what, when you're ravaged by uh, leprosy. That's true. I mean, I don't see a lot of people stealing the leprosy guy last name, you know, and, and forging <laughs> documents with it. No, and certainly Just not you know, trying to replace their, their photograph and the driver's license. Here's one thing I don't understand either. I read in the paper recently where some guy got his identity stolen, which is a, a travesty. That's why I recommend to everyone ruin your credit like I did because then no one wants to steal your identity because it's really Amen. pretty much worthless, you know? Amen to that. If you got to jump through a bunch of hoops to get a secured credit card, no one wants your identity. But, I mean, in this day and age, they can't, like, figure out that this guy didn't run up all these bills even though – he like could easily prove it that it wasn't him that was like living in the Dominican Republic under some other name, you know, and it, it takes like five years to get shit like that cleared up. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I blame. I don't get it either. Just recently I didn't have my identity stolen. Um, nobody's that dumb, but somebody did use our credit card to, make like a thousand dollar purchase at some casino in Las Vegas. And we called up and obviously, you know, luckily the bank, like immediately when the transaction went through, they're like, this doesn't seem like you, is this right? And so we called the bank and I even called that fucking casino. And I was like, who, who I, I cut all mobster. I was like, who, who used my credit card? Who was it? Give me a name. And of course they wouldn't tell me anything. And I, I was half drunk. So I, I let a lot of bad words fly at them. And I felt bad about it later, but, uh, I mean, don't they have, like, fucking security cameras every five feet at a casino? You know that they know exactly who fucking used your credit card. And how did they – there's no way – there's no way this guy, whoever used it, had a physical credit card. This is my argument with the guy at the desk or whoever was at the place. I was like, how the fuck do you take a credit card number without a credit card? Because I haven't lost a credit card. No credit cards have gone missing. He obviously bought this number online on the, uh, quote-unquote, dark web. Why are you taking fucking credit card numbers without any identification or anything from just any idiot that walks into your fucking casino? No, that's how they make a billion dollars a year. Yeah, so let you. Luckily, we we got that charge reversed, but I'm sure that that guy is still living it up on somebody else's credit card number. Well, I mean, now what if the guy? What if like all of a sudden you get a check in the mail for like five hundred thousand dollars because this guy ends up, like, winning some kind of progressive slot using your credit card money, and he feels so guilty about it, he, like, sends you a fucking check. Uh, if, he, if he sent it to me because he felt guilty about it, that would be pretty fucking interesting. I would uh, I'd be compelled to contact the guy and maybe make a documentary about it. And then what, if, arrested. then what if the casino tries to take the $500,000 back because he used a fraudulent credit card to try to uh, to win the money. That's, see, that's something a casino would do. They'd take the fraudulent right. credit card if he lost, but if he won, they'd be like, sorry, we can't give you the money because you used a fraudulent credit card to win the money. Uh, I don't know. It's all a fucking scam. The whole credit fucking bullshit scam. Like, we're trying to fix our credit now. We're doing really fucking good, dude. We were, we were in the, the slums, the fucking ghettos of the credit world before my wife got on top of fixing or credit. Now we're almost up there in the 700s. But I'm like, what good is it going to do me because I don't want debt? Right. Even if I have good right. credit, I'm not going to go get a loan. So it just makes you me know, feel good, but I'm not going to use it. 
funny that you should say that because I actually am on top of my credit lately too. And my wife kind of started me on it. She got like a credit card yep. Yep. a couple of years ago, just a small little credit card, and she started building up her credit. And I must admit, I got jealous. I was like, she's like, I was like, what's your credit score? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, like eight ten. And at one point, her credit was like five ten or something fucking. Oh yeah. Something oh, yeah. reasonable. And I'm like, really? So I dig up my credit score, and it was five eighty one. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, my credit, my wife can't have a better credit score than me. I'm the man in this relationship. I need to have the better uh, credit oh. score. So if she has a better credit a, score, you got to hand over the pants. I got a $500 credit card myself. And just doing that, this is unbelievable. Just doing that and like charging like five things on this credit card and paying it off brought my credit score up to 721. It, yeah, exactly. It is. It doesn't take a lot of effort. It just takes doing it. Like we had a bunch of stuff individually. I get a bad echo coming through the headphones here. A, a lot of old, like, bullshit that was still on there. And my wife just called each individual one and said, take that shit off. We're going to repaint it. And they were just like, okay. And they took it off. You know what? That's funny that you say that, too, because I looked up my credit score on this thing called Quizzle.com, right? Some bullshit email I got. I'm like, I'm signing up for it. It's free or whatever. And they tell you your credit score. And they, of course, try to sell you 500 credit cards every time you visit the site. You know, of course, every credit card is the best card for me, luckily. How how was I supposed to know? But, sure. uh So I, it was like they had this thing where you can just dispute everything on your credit account. So I disputed everything. Right. And, and a lot of it, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is, you know, because it's like Joe Schmo credit agency from uh, 1972 is trying <laughs> to collect some bazooka gum that I bought it. You know, who the fuck knows where. So I disputed them all in like in a week. They were all gone. Every bit of it was off of my credit report. So now, I mean, I don't see reason not to run up a bunch of debt and then just dispute it again, because obviously it just goes away when you push the dispute button. Push the dispute. We just make. We should make an app that's just a dispute button. But just like dispute everything debt. in life. Like when you go to check out at Walmart, you're like, no, I'm disputing this. And they'll probably go, like, okay, you can have it for free then. <laughs> that's right. I'm just. You know. You know what really sucks though. I know that the bank is looking out for you. When they when they do that, but recently, uh, well, not recently. I guess it's about a year ago. My wife's credit card number got stolen out of an ATM. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was our joint account number. So I'm in the line with a fucking basket full of groceries. Okay. Oh. I mean, I'm talking like $150 worth of groceries, and my credit card is declined. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I looked at the lady. I'm like, for real? And she's like, yeah, it's declined. And I'm like, so do I have to put the groceries? Like, do I have to go through the store and put the groceries back? <laughs> I've been in and she's like, no, no, you can just push the cart over there with the other 500 carts that have been fucking declined today and slink out of your own recognizance. Don't like, you so <laughs> That's happened to me a few times for different reasons. Like sometimes I'll – recently it happened because I used my PayPal debit card. And usually it works just fine, but some places for whatever reason it just it, it trips the flag and it won't work. And you feel like you, you have to like I, – I don't know, like uh, prove yourself to the 
the meek or cashier and be like, this never happens to me. Trust me, I've got, you just almost want to bring up like your bank account. See, I'm not a fucking dead meek, you understand me? It is so fucking funny that you say that, Rufus, because that happened to me one time, right? It's like the fucking gas station that is close to my house where I go literally fucking every day. Like, I can say to the guy, see you tomorrow, and he knows I'm going to fucking see him tomorrow, right? So I go Mm -hmm. there, and my credit card is declined, and I look at the guy. He's Indian, but he goes by the name Rick. And I'm like, are you serious, Rick? He's like, yeah, buddy, it's declined. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I walk over to the ATM right? And I get my fucking balance and I walk it back over and show it to Rick. I'm like, look, Rick, there's 16 grand in this account, dude. So don't fucking pass judgment on me. (laughs) Holy shit. Actually, okay, this is kind of a a related tale. One time I was in Walmart. This is not too long ago, maybe six months ago. I was in Walmart and surely this has happened to you too. And boy, oh boy, this pisses me the fuck off. I spent way too much time in Walmart, which is any time beyond five minutes, but I was literally in there like an hour shopping and filling up a cart full of bullshit. I get up, put everything in a little conveyor belt. It all gets rung up and bagged. I'm ready to roll and, oh shit, I left my wallet at home. Oh, yes. And the dude behind me was this tatted up guy. He looked like a, a fucking punk rocker. He fucking paid for all my shit. I can He's honestly like, say that that's it. never happened to me. Well, uh, the first part, I'm sure that you for, you forgot your wallet at a purchase. Yeah. But this guy next to me, he was like, and I argued with him. I was like, no, man, I'll run home and get it. He's like, no. He said, he said, uh, just do something good for somebody else. And I was like, well, that's that's not going to happen. So just I'm going to go home and get my wallet. Person, dude. Look at me, I'm not a good person. Can't you tell? But he ended Look up what I'm home. buying. I'm buying clown. I'm buying a clown mask so I can scare children. <laughs> That's right. But of course, I'm pissed off. Even though he's being nice, I'm pissed off that everybody in this now it's become an event because I had so much stuff, and I'm like you're having this conversation with this guy about no, I don't want your money, and he's like, yeah, fuck, take it. And so now I I just look like in in a small town the deadbeatiest of deadbeats because I I can't pay right. my shit, and I'm like, I'm like the, the poor guy who's like I don't take charity. Right, you're like the guy from out of town who moved into the small town who's, like, just there to take advantage of people's good-heartedness. No, I don't want your money. Please. We should, what do you think we should about write like a, We should write a success book on how to move to a small town and just kind of mooch off the uh, good-naturedness of people. You know what? There probably is that book out there somewhere. You know, every day in, like, a small town, I was watching... I watched like two seconds of Bonanza the other day. I don't know why. Yeah. I was like turned on the TV and there it was. And like the earliest fucking con man, I guess, was on Bonanza because he was trying to convince people to to, uh, to invest in the horseless carriage, right? And I mean, sure. he had like a little working model and all this shit, but he never planned on like taking their money and making it anything. He was just selling them worthless stock. And like every person in the fucking town fell for it. I mean, literally every fucking person, including the sheriff and all that stuff. Then I went to commercial, and I changed the channel, and I don't know how it ended up, but I'm guessing they ran the guy out of town or hung him or whatever they did back then <laughs> in Bonanza Bill. Well, that that first part sounds like pretty much every startup in Silicon Valley. It does. It sounds like a Trump corporation, really. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
Is it possible that Trump could actually be president? I mean, the more it's I watched very this thing on Frontline the other night, I don't know if you've if you've watched Frontline recently, but uh, they had a thing on like it was like meet the candidates, okay? It was like a history of Trump and a history of Hillary Clinton, kind of like run side by side, you know, comparing different parts of their lives or whatever, or different times yeah. in their lives. And she started out as, like, a really good person, like, doing all the right things and for the right reasons and whatnot, and has just kind of turned into a political, I don't know, like a, I don't know, a corporate shill, basically. But he started right. out being the world's biggest dickhead. I mean, even the people oh, yeah. that, like, went to went to the – his dad hated him so much he sent him to military school. And the people at the military school said that he was a fucking dickhead. No lie. <laughs> has no fucking redeeming qualities. None. Dude, just before the show, I, was, I checked the, uh, the headlines on Drudge Report, and there was a big headline in red letters that links to a story about how somebody uncovered this old TV interview or some uh, radio interview with Trump in 2005, and it's, I didn't have time to read the whole thing or, or listen to it. But it's, it's apparently just him in this interview talking Total fucking like disgusting sexist trash about women in totally fucking foul ways. So you know maybe there's hope on the horizon that uh, he'll be. I wondered before. what that was all about. I mean, I saw like one second of it right before the show started, and it was sounded like he was like talking about trying to stick his tongue down some chick's throat who did not want to be kissed by him. I saw there was a quote. Uh, at some point in this linking process that I followed to find the article, and it was a quote that said something like, and I'm paraphrasing the quote, I don't know if you can do that, that said, like, I, I you know, wanted to grab her by the pussy. And I'm like, okay, that's presidential talk. Sure. Oh, that is presidential talk. They're just going to say Bill Clinton, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But yeah, bullshit, exactly. dude. Yeah, He's a fucking right. sexist animal. Really. I mean, he is out of his fucking gourd. And, and well, you know what it came down to, dude? This is what I understand about Donald Trump, is that when Obama lambasted him a couple of years ago, when you know, remember when Trump was trying to do all this shit about uh, getting that birth certificate and that birthing right and all that stuff from from oh, yeah. uh, Obama? Well, they had oh, yeah. the the press meeting or the press dinner or whatever they have where they invite all the bigwigs and to Washington D.C. and they all eat. And uh, Donald Trump was there, and fucking Obama just fucking skewered him. Just like oh, every really? joke Obama had, Donald Trump was the butt of the fucking joke. And after that, they like they interviewed like staffers from Donald Trump's like group of people at the time, and they said he said, "I will become fucking president. I will be the president of the United States of America." That he made since oh, wow. that day, he made it his fucking goal, and that's the only reason. He wants to do it. And dude, I hate to say it. I, I think he's gonna be. I think he will be. I think it's it's gonna it's gonna happen, man. As odd and weird and crazy as the world's gonna be after that, I I kind of see it happening. I mean, can't Hillary at some point just step aside and be like Bernie, just let fucking Bernie do it? You know what I mean? Vote for Bernie because the problem is people don't want to vote for Hillary because all the bullshit she said about the Bernie supporters. You know, that they're all basement dwellers and all that fucking good <laughs> shit. Did you see that? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I just I think Trump's going to win. I, I can't analyze it too much. My brain is not powerful enough to compute all the shit that's going on right now, but I foresee Trump winning. And, oh, man, it's going to be a, a roller coaster ride from hell from that point on. It'll be interesting, but we might all die. I mean, I personally have lost all respect for the Earth, honestly. I don't even care about, like, taking care of the Earth anymore because I feel like if the Earth had any fucking guts, it would have gotten rid of humans a long time ago. Like people like yeah. us and people like like Trump. Well, maybe Hurricane Matthew will pull it off. You know what? They should name the next Hurricane Hurricane Trump. I mean, it kind of looks like his hair on a windy day. I think that's what they'll call the next four years. Oh, my God. Hurricane the shitter. Trump. The shitter years. He has, I mean, the guy just has no fucking redeeming qualities. You know, and if you're a Trump supporter, give us a call, please. 646-478-0616. We'd like to hear from you so we can tell you how stupid you are. Yeah, and it's not only that he doesn't have redeeming qualities. He's just, he doesn't have any fucking mental capacity. He has no computing ability. His his firmware needs a serious fucking upgrade because it's stuck in some weird, antiquated mode. I listen to Sam Harris's podcast a lot, and he's way anti-Trump. And he describes, like, if you listen to an interview with Trump or, or, or a debate, he's just all over the fucking place and makes no fucking sense. As Sam Harris described it as blowing up a balloon and just letting it go. It's like that's the neural pathways in his fucking brain. It's completely random. Dude, and this, this, what he, you know, he built the Trump Tower or whatever, right? That was like his big deal. He was going to build the Trump Tower to get his. Make his fucking mark in the world. This is when he's like 1982 or whatever. And yeah. the Trump Tower only has 65 floors, right? But tower? He, but yes, the Trump Towers or whatever the fuck it's called. He went in there and he, instead of numbering the, the floors like normally, he made it so it had 67 floors. And then was powering it as a building with 67 floors. He just went in and like the top floor was 67. And then if you count it down, it was like missing the bottom two floors. Because okay. that people want to live on the higher floors of everything. And he actually came up with like a name for it. It was called like uh, luxury hyperbole, where if you can just get people to believe it, it kind of makes it true because people want to believe it. Oh, man, but you know what? The people in his world, that probably is true. For people that oh, are like no that, doubt. you know, that how crazy. But it also That's shows how out of touch it shows how out of touch him and the people in that sphere are with just like normal fucking dudes like me and you. Well, we're not normal. I mean, we're quite a bit more advanced than most people. But obviously, you know, you understand what I'm saying. We are the future of the future because we actually are more advanced than most people. Most people are like Lucy. Remember, like that Lucy. That it's like some anthropological character near Homo erection or whatever. That, uh, Homo erection. That's not what it's called. Uh, well, it depends on the setting and you know what uh what the lights are set to. They were the first one to use their tools, right? I mean, I thought that's why they were called Homo erections. Yeah, yeah, they used their tools. They were the first to probe the inner depths of. Uh, you know, the flatulous caverns 
of the flesh. But uh, yeah, I just Trump is a fucking caveman, really. When you get down to it, I, I'd love to see what is coming out about this. And saying he wants to grab some chick by the pussy, I, I need to know how that ends up. I, I'm curious too. I'm curious too. But honestly, I think it'll, it'll make no difference, only because. And you already said it. I think it'll just get slammed up against the whole Bill Clinton's fucking womanizing dirtbag, and Hillary Clinton's been hiding emails. It'll it'll just totally pass with the people who support Trump, of course. But well, I, I mean, how about I this? how about this for your fucking president, dude? He just showed. They just came out and said that he didn't pay, pay taxes for twenty years because he fucking lost a bunch of money in like nineteen ninety eight or whatever. And he's like, well, I just used the tax code to my advantage. You know what I mean? And here fucking middle-class yeah. people are paying their fucking taxes, and this guy's talking about how brilliant he is because he fucked the government out of fucking a billion dollars. He he said that in the last debate, the last Sunday debate, where Hillary, Hillary right. Clinton brought it up. And he said, she said, so why didn't you pay taxes for X, Y, and Z? And his response was, because I'm smart. Right. I mean, what the fuck is that? That just goes to show you that how outside. I mean, look, dude, all these fucking political shit is on the TV now. I mean, even your local elections and shit. I don't know if you see a lot of that in Waldron, but like the local elections is in. in I don't care which. I don't care Republican or Democrat. Everyone's like Joe Schmo. He voted to tax, or you know, he voted to help giant corporations get tax break tax breaks and take their yeah. workers off seas. You know what I mean? It's like Democrats and Republicans. I'm like, they're just they're in the game. You know what I mean? The rest of us are just kind of oh, fucked. Because yeah. if you're truth. not in policy, you're you're fucking a nobody with nothing to fucking say about anything. This is true. Nothing to say. It's a sad state of affairs. Let's move somewhere where where is it? This shit like I mean, what's it like in Canada these days? I mean, dope is legal. That's one thing Canada's got for. They got good beer in Canada, right? I mean, uh, yeah, I think so. What the fuck? Why are Canada's we not in supposed Canada? To be pretty cool. You know what? If Trump gets elected, let's move this whole fucking operation to Canada. I mean, pot <laughs> is legal. We still bud buddies in fucking Canada by the fucking truckload. I would have to assume. So I, I really, if Trump is elected president, I've got to get out of the United States. You know, or you know what I'm going to do? I'm just not going to pay taxes and then tell everybody how smart I am. You're not going to pay taxes. Well, you'll just end up in jail, in Trump's jail. You know, you end up on the uh, 67th floor of the uh, the local prison. Well, you know, apparently you don't end up in jail. If you know how to do the paperwork, you know what I mean? That's true. But that's also because our tax system is so fucking ridiculously overly complicated for no other reason than to sort it's of game give the government leverage like over the people. Yeah, it's game for a guy like fucking Donald Trump who hires a fucking a bunch of accounts and says, how do I go about never fucking paying taxes again? And they go, oh, this is how. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, when you go to seek tax advice, the guy's like, yeah, give me your W-2. Give me this, give me that. Oh, you owe fucking three grand. What's fucked up like, is, oh. like, when you do your taxes and shit, not only do you have to pay taxes if, if you owe them, you have to pay the guy that tells you to pay the taxes. 
What fucking racket is that? Yeah, or there. You know what I saw them doing at Walmart was they like do taxes at Walmart. Of course they do. Where else would anybody get their taxes done these days? But uh, sure. they're like, hey, if you if you blah blah blah, you get so much money back, we'll give you a gift card right now. You know what I mean? And then, but we're also taking twenty percent of your fucking uh, yeah. your return. But we'll give you a gift card right now, right? Like people are like, you know, you don't have to wait for it. You don't have to do anything. We'll give you a gift card for Walmart right now. You know, in lieu of twenty percent of your return. Dude, the fact that paying your taxes or dealing with taxes at all is so complicated that an entire industry exists to help you do it tells me that that whole fucking system is fucked up. Agreed. Agreed. Because you know what, Rufus? I did my taxes last year. I mean, with the help of TurboTax, obviously. But trying to read through the stuff after TurboTax did it all for me, it's like it, it just can't say subtract this from that, from this, right. and then subtract here. It has to say it in like this language that makes no sense. It's you like subtract stupid. line 14 from the accrued comment line of blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, what? It just can't say subtract it or add it. it, it no. like, they like throw a word in there that makes it like you could do either or just to fucking confuse you. And there's all this completely fabricated minutia about bullshit for every line item. I mean, it, it, nothing is cut and dry. Nothing's clear. It's, it's, it just blows my mind that you have to hire somebody or consult a service to pay your fucking taxes. It should be as easy as getting a fucking driver's license. You go, you check some boxes, you fucking pay. Or honestly, I think there should just be a, a, a fucking sales tax. And yep, nothing comes I to agree. your check. You don't file anything. You don't have to fucking deal with it. That way we have an elevated sales tax. Everybody pays the Everybody same tax. Everybody pays it, sure. That way That's everybody right. pays and their share. Even the rich people have to pay their fucking share. You know what I mean? The rich people, yeah, even the rich people and even the guys who are making their living in illicit trades, like drug dealers and shit. Right. They're not paying any fucking income tax, but if That's they right. went and bought a car, they would pay their fair share. Now, Why I know we that when we're, when we're super rich in like a year or two, we're probably going to change our stance on all that kind of stuff. But for now, I'm behind your shit 100%. Okay? No, I so agree. When we, we... Become, when we become the future of the future, even more so than we're the future of the future now, that, that future me in the future of the future is probably not going to want to pay a lot of taxes. Just just so you know. So I just I don't want I don't want there to be bones about it later. So I'm just kind of trying to be transparent <laughs> now. No, I agree. I agree. And it's a shame. It's a goddamn shame that we in order to succeed will have to become shitty people. So the whole process needs to change. <laughs> You're right, actually. You're right. I don't have I don't want to be a shitty person, but if I don't want to have to worry about money, I have to become a shitty person. Exactly. Shittiness is built into the system. I mean, people are always saying to me, why are you working so much? Why, you know, don't work so hard. And I'm like, call the fucking electric company and tell them not to try to collect their money so hard, and I'll quit working so hard. Right, exactly. Tell them not to collect their money so hard. That's great. Right. Be more lenient. Why? 
They need they need their people in collections working less hard too. If I'm going to work less hard, that's right. What do you think about this clown thing? How long before someone shoots a fucking clown? I don't know. I've, I've seen the headlines. I haven't read the stories. Uh, is it just There's people no fucking around, just trying to be funny, or is it what the fuck? Obviously. Is the deal is someone saw someone in a fucking clown's outfit, of course, or some pedophile, I'm sure, was, like, in a clown's outfit. I mean, why not? They've been doing that for years, right? And that's nothing new. And right. people have they, – they made a news story about it, so what do you think is going to happen? Obviously, Everyone. ISIS is going to start dressing up as fucking clowns and popping up all around the United States of America. Well, it reminds me of the uh, – remember the whole sucker punch thing that was like a big deal a few years ago yes. where people were just yes, running do. up and punching people in the face? It kind of reminds me of that. I mean, I, I, I don't know why get the, punched, but. that sucker punch thing just made me laugh right now, and I'm not even sure why, but I think – someone's got to do that I just posted Purple Urkel, but I think some of it too is there's like this footage – of a guy sucker punching a guy and then getting the fucking shit beat out of him like 10 seconds later. Well, fuck, it. fuck yeah. Amen to that. I'd love to see that. It's out there. I saw it. he punched some guy in the side of the face at a bar and like the guy next to him stood up and fucking knocked the guy out. Why didn't anybody That's get shot? That? I'm, I'm surprised that no one got shot during the knockout phase. Or the knockout. Yeah, knockout. Copycats. That's what it was. Well, I'm surprised. You're right, though. There's going to be a clown bidding. And I read today, holy shit, that, like, legitimate clowns are, like, up in arms about it because they're, like, they're giving us <laughs> right. a bad name. We can't yeah. get jobs and shit. You know, you know what's funny? They just kind of got over that John Wayne Gacy thing. And now <laughs> this it's not fucking right to be a clown right now. It's just not, it's not a good time to be a clown. <laughs> it ain't easy being a clown. No, it's not. It's no fun being a clown. Why? See, that's why they all have the tears. And you know, if you've ever noticed, obviously a clown always is carrying a handkerchief. So clowns are just generally fucking very sad people. I think they're basically they're like, uh, uh, oh god, what's the uh, what's the word that um, like cross dressers and drag queens use? Fabulous. They're like fabulous hobos is basically what clowns are. <laughs> they really are. They're just like sad people dressed up with like makeup for a smile. That's, that's sad to me. It is sad. <laughs> what you know? What we need to do is like start just like a psychiatry place for people that are that are clowns and try to get to the root of their problems. <laughs> oh my gosh! Should we start clown lives better? We, we know what we need to do is actually, yes, we need to find a local clown school where I'm sure uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but uh, set up like a place like that, Calm Lives Matter, like right next door, have a headquarters, try to help them out. I don't, yeah. I theoretically, I don't think you can do a Clown Lives Matter thing until at least one clown is killed, though. That's true, that's true, and yeah, yeah, that's true. And it doesn't count if the clown kills itself. And it would have to be an innocent clown killed by a cop. We need to find out the companies that make most of the clown outfits and sell them short. So I got a feeling that uh, clowns, clown costumes are not going to be very popular. You know what? Maybe they'll be more popular than ever. Really? That's how hard it is to gauge the stock market. 
are these have you seen pictures of these clowns that are haunting places? Are, are they like normal looking clowns, or are they like dressed no up in a creepy way? Because I'm guessing that nine out of ten quote unquote creepy clown sightings is made up by like some seven year old kid who's yeah. like, maybe I'll get some candy. You know what I mean? Because they're always like, well, yeah, somebody reported seeing a clown walking down the street or whatever, but the cops are never ever able to corroborate the story. And I, dude, I, I shit you not, I was watching the news here the other night, and they're like interviewing people about this clown thing, and some guy's like, yeah, me and my friends, we're all like traveling around with bats in our cars and stuff because as soon as we catch one of these clowns, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take care of. It. I'm not even fucking kidding, dude. There's like this no, man uh, looking for clowns. What if a guy is a legitimate clown? He's like walking to a gig, and this fucking <laughs> truck full of bugs like pulls up and fucking bashes his brain in. That's what. Yeah, that's exactly what the legitimate clowns were complaining about. The the uh, the anti-clown movement that you know they're not a part of. They're just trying to go to the next birthday party. They don't want to get jumped. Business has got to be done because if kids were never scared of clowns before, there's no way any kid. My wife works at school and she's like, "What is up with this clown bullshit?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And she's like, "Every kid at school is like, I think I saw a clown or Miss blah blah. What's going on with these clowns and shit like that?" I mean, I gotta think that 80% of the money that a clown makes is probably like visiting a school and like doing rubber animals and stuff. You know what? Maybe they should stop doing that because looking like you're twisting the head off of a dog does not <laughs> probably make kids fucking very comfortable. You know what I mean? Or making a sword and like trying to stab someone. Maybe yeah, you know maybe it's more violent than we think. This does make me wonder. I mean, really, when was the last time you actually saw a clown any fucking where? Like a, a legitimate clown. Have you ever been to a birthday party where there was a clown the last time I saw an actual clown doing its job was when I went to a circus, and I must have been in my preteens. Are there really clowns out there actually doing clown shit? Like legitimately? Apparently there's enough to have a guy on the news here in my local small town talking about how uh, this clown thing is giving clowns a bad name. You know, and but the deal is, think about it, there's, like, scary doctors. You know, people dress up as, like, murderous doctors and stuff, and people aren't like, I'm afraid to go to the doctor because he might pull out a hatchet and cut my fucking head off. You know, but I you guess know what, if you're a clown, it's a possibility that they just might chop your head off. What they should do to counteract this whole thing is, it's just like they have the scary doctor, but they have the sexy nurse. They need to have the sexy clown. So the, the legitimate clowns need to pull together and get super hot babes to be like sexy clowns, and that'll completely I'm, overshadow the scary clowns. I'm sure there's a website out there where a, a sexy clown gets a facial. I I gotta and imagine I'm, there's a whole compilation. What and do you I'm think? sure I'm about. To, I'm sure I'm about I to find out. If not, I'll tell you on next week's show if there is or not. Are you searching right now? I'm searching right now. Facial. I just searched sexy clown. That's going to be a fucking costume, I bet. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Oh. No, I'm, okay. I'm wow. going to search clown facial. 
I think I found the new interest. Okay, I'm searching clown facial right now. Do you think it'll be a clown giving a facial or a clown getting a facial? I think it'll be a lot of insane clown posse people. Uh, you know what? It's funny that you say that because I actually thought about what are the juggalos going to do? You know what I mean? That's probably what it was. It probably was some juggalo walking down the street on his way to like the juggalo convention or whatever they call it. And someone's like, I saw a creepy clown in the bushes when it just was probably just a juggalo. (laughs) Juggalo lives matter. Juggalo do matter. That's why they wrote that song. I'm just a juggalo and everywhere I go. People think I'm going to strangle them to death. I do have to say that I I, I like the results whenever you search a sexy clown. I'll tell you what I'm not liking. The only thing that came up when I did clown facial is basically clown masks and face painting supplies. Boring. You know what? I'm going to have to get a little more elaborate to do clown cum facial. Oh, good boring. Clown porn, popular videos. Oh, here's here's one you probably like. Teen in clown costume banging outdoor to cum shot. How do you not fucking like that? Ooh, wow. He looks like a juggalo. She's got some big juggalos. Let me say that. <laughs> I'm not going to watch this until later. So I'll save you the... Uh, let me, let uh, me you go book, ahead bookmark that. Bookmark okay. it. There so, well, you that's, go. More than anything, dude, that's just research for the show. It is. I said to my wife today, I said, you know what I should do? I said, I should just go and pick up my daughter in a clown outfit and see what fucking happens to me. And oh, like we will get arrested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? You think so? I mean, every fucking kid there would probably go fucking bananas. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, a month ago, if you were dressed as a clown and you showed up, in your car dressed as a clown, the kids would probably be like, oh, my God, there's a clown, there's a clown. Now, if you show up dressed as a clown, you would probably fucking go to jail. You probably would, yeah. All the kids would run away, screaming. <laughs> right. One or two of them would run in front of a bus, I'm sure, with my luck. Never mind, I'm not even going to try it now. <laughs> I told my teacher if they have, like, a costume day at the school she works at, she should go as a clown. She She told me that, you know what they did instead? They canceled letting anyone dress up. What? Why? Yeah, because I just that was the deal. I guess, first of all, if you wanted to dress as a clown, you're probably being, uh, you'd probably sue the school district for saying, I wanted to dress as a clown, and they wouldn't let me because of the clown scare or whatever. So they're like, no one's dressing up. You can wear a T-shirt. That's fucked up. Just so say don't dress like a clown. Wear a t-shirt with a clown on it. <laughs> Good way to buck the system. That's that's how I do. You know me. I'm a bucker. Yeah, that's a how bucker. you roll. You're quite a bucker. I am. If there was anything, you, you put that put that on my. Uh, I want that to be my epitaph. Or epitaph. He was a bucker of systems. <laughs> Hang on, I'm writing that down. He was a bucker of systems. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'd love to be a bucker of systems, but it's impossible to fucking buck the system. But you it know is. why? Jail. Jail will keep you from bucking the system. 
That's like the ultimate threat. It's a good deterrent. I mean, I'm not in jail for a reason. Right, because you're sure. very clever. Because you're a very clever man with very clever accountants. That's why you're not in jail. Yeah, hey, well, I'm I'm smart, like Trump. You know what, dude? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say your IQ is fucking 40 points higher than Trump's. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say my IQ is 40, point, 40 points lower than a chimpanzee and still 40 points higher than Trump. I, I think you're right about that. I definitely think you're right about that. And both on both counts, actually. I, I totally agree. I spent 40% of my day scratching my own nuts. Here's my deal, dude. Do you know how to speak sign language? Then you're dumber than a fucking chimp, obviously. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm the uh, lesser than Coco. You are you are the lesser Coco. Really, you are. Poor Coco. Is Coco still alive? I think Coco's alive. I mean, chimps live to be pretty old. Yeah, she's still hot, though. She always was hot. She was no, hot. She, those, I those think swinging eight memories. She has her own website called Hot Coco. Kind of a play on words. Is it one of those live webcam websites? It is. It is. You should see what she's doing with her fingers, though. Uh, what she'll do for a couple of uh, tokens with her fingers. It's pretty oh. amazing stuff. Oh, my God. Do you, do you have to sign your request into the webcam? Yeah, you do actually. It's all cam. It's all cam to cam with Coco. She's uh, she can't read. Hang on, I had to write down it's all cam to cam with Coco. Surely there's some kind of thing out there where you can type in a word and it makes it into sign language, though, right? I would assume. If if not, there should be, I guess. Or does that even make any sense? Uh, that's an app. We should build that app where you type in like a message and then you turn your phone around and a person is like signing it. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Or you doesn't yeah. all, all it would have to be is like an animated pair of hands, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's what I didn't mean a real person, but I mean, yeah, you type in your message, you turn the phone toward the person, and there's animated hands like conveying the message. Uh, right. Deaf person translator, yeah. Right. I mean, that's we we should. Do, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure that someone made it and failed, but got a billion dollars from uh, venture capitalists just to make this failed app. They probably ran a Kickstarter campaign. They did a Kickstarter campaign, got a million bucks. Dude, like uh, about about a year ago, I ordered this thing called the Alpaca Grinder. It's a pot grinder. I ordered it online, right? And it, it yeah. seemed legit. It seemed legit. And I like it because it works really good with the Bud Buddy. Or it's, it's, I haven't really tried it out as much as I'd like to. It doesn't really work that good, but it's a good idea. And we can make it look cool with the Bud Buddy. But um, So I ordered this fucking thing for 70 bucks, right? That's a lot of fucking money for a grinder. Yeah. Okay? So like a month goes by. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what's going on here? I haven't gotten my grinder yet. That's weird. So, of course, I don't do anything about it. Another month goes by. I'm like, God, <laughs> fucking grinder really would come in fucking handy right now. You know what I mean? Here I am ripping up pot by hand like some kind of fucking animal. And like I, I ordered this grinder that's already been off on my 
you know, off my PayPal for fucking two months. This is ridiculous. So I email the fucking place, right? And they're like, we're in the middle of a Kickstarter campaign to raise more money what? to make the tooling for the grinder. Make the tooling like, for it? talking about they're like well we need to retool the grinder and i'm like well but you had grinders for sale like, well, no we never actually had grinders for sale it's more of just kind of a a working prototype that we had on the website we didn't expect it to take this long to get the uh get the thing done okay this, Jesus this, Christ. Is, this is two months in okay and she's like well you know we're going to be done with it in another two weeks Two weeks, she said. Two weeks, she told me. I'm like, okay. Her name's Mary, by the way, at Alpaca Grinder. Email her or Facebook her. They're on Facebook. So, okay, another fucking three months goes by. No grinder, no nothing, no email. I email them, and she's like, oh, no, you know what? We're just getting ready. We're just about done with the grinder. We've, we've figured out all the plans. We're in touch with the people in China or wherever they're fucking having it made. China, I'm sure. And it's gonna it's gonna be shipping out in a week. And I'm like, okay. okay. And she's like, okay. And, and you know what? For waiting so long, we're gonna throw in a free T-shirt when we send you your grinder. Okay. I'm like, oh, cool. All right, free T-shirt. I'm gonna get my grinder in a week. This is after about five and a half months. Okay. So, being the pot smoker that I am, another four months goes by before oh, I even think God. about fucking grinder. Because I'm just like, nah, you know, whatever. It's coming yeah. any day now. Then somehow four months slip by. So like when I say to myself, I'm going to go to the dentist this week, and all of a sudden 25 years has gone by. But uh, so I email them, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to send your grinder out tomorrow. Right? I'm like, okay. And don't forget my T-shirt, of course, I said. Yeah, I had a feeling I conveniently forget the T-shirt, and they send it to me, and I get both the T-shirt and the grinder in like two days, and I'm thinking to myself, if I didn't fucking email them, were they ever gonna send me my fucking grinder? Because they they might have sit on that thing for like months. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is why 420 products and Bud Buddy, etc., everything kind of that umbrella is gonna succeed because I guarantee you. Most pot-oriented stoners who start businesses, they do it like that, and they're not going to fucking make it. You and I are clever enough, we're responsible enough, despite our indulgences, to maintain focus and get a good product to market with the ability to please people. That right there is is just a – the whole thing I was thinking the whole time was like, yeah, they're – just fucking get high on their own supply instead of fulfilling orders. Dude, or they're just fucking like taking money and not planning on fulfilling orders. Like right. the ultimate scumbags. When do you think that's a good idea? When you're fucking Never. Selling, you're like, yeah, we'll just put it up and whatever. Right. You know? Dude, I, mean, they, I stay up all night making pamphlets. If I actually loved fucking what I'm doing, like doing the Bud Buddy shit, I could stay up for fucking a week straight, no problem. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're a businessman who happens to smoke weed. Guys like that are stoners who just had an idea at one point. Right. There's a difference. You're You're exactly right. And the alpaca grinder has its faults. That's what sucks. It's like, I mean, I almost wanted to email them and be like, 
Well, here's the problem with your grinder, okay? Because it's like one time using the grinder, I'm like, okay, I see what's wrong with this fucking thing. And the deal is that the holes are too big and the grinding teeth are too small to let it fall through the little chamber like the whole thing is fucking designed to do. It doesn't grind the weed small enough. I'm like, how do you not fucking figure that out in prototyping? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Because they don't separate their let's be weed people time from let's be business people time. That's why. That's why that whole shit fucking happens. probably exactly right. But you know what's crazy? Is my weed time like that is when I get into fucking like every nuance of the shit, like with the Bud Buddy and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm like, right, when I get into my special time, I'm like, okay, this thing needs to be fucking thought through from every fucking angle. But that's the exactly. weed time and the business time mixed, I guess, more than anything. But you're the exception to the rule, I think. And honestly, I think any business succeeding in this realm is the exception to the rule. I think most people who are like, let's sell some weed products are like these guys who just, they can't separate, you know, in their minds, whether they're high or not, they can't separate. I'm high and having a good time. I don't give a fuck from, okay, I got a fucking job to do and I'm going to make a good product. You can do that. I agree with that. I agree with exactly what you said. You know what though? I'm not, I'm a, a pot smoker, yes. Am I a stoner? No. I used to yeah, be a stoner. I used to be a stoner. I'm going to admit that. I, there's nothing wrong with being a stoner at a certain age there's not. in your life. No. But I think when you get older and you're like, I'm a stoner, you're just like, I mean, in a, not there, if you if you want to be just a stoner, that's fine. But don't expect to be like anything but a major stoner, really. You're right. You know what I mean? You're right. And- and I dare say, and maybe you can correct me on this because I'm, I'm not as you know well versed in this stuff as you are. I think you can smoke the same amount of weed whether you're a stoner or not. It's more about you reach a point where you can mentally divorce yourself, even if you're high, and know that okay, these are priorities that have to be taken up, taken care of, and I'm high. That'll be fun to do. Versus I'm just going to sit on the couch and be a fucking idiot. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah, these people are like, you know what? This right. is what, and I've always said this. Roof is going back to even the Rohampton days. You have to control the weed. You cannot let the weed control you. Ooh. That's what it comes down to. And obviously, you too. <laughs> there is a point yeah. where yeah, just like give in to the weed or whatever. You're like, okay, which is fine. There's times when it, you want to succumb to the weed. But you just don't want to succumb to the weed all the time. Sometimes you have to be the weed. Let's just say be the weed. I agree, but it seems to me that it's not even about the amount of weed. Like, I bet you could smoke just as much weed as somebody who's a stoner. But you would, in the back of your mind, you would know, I've got responsibilities and things i got to fucking do, and I'm going to handle yeah. them. And you're thinking about the butt buddy and stuff. Somebody else smoking the exact same amount of weed is like, I'll worry about that shit tomorrow. I'm just going to watch, you know, ridiculousness for the next 10 hours. This is the problem with me and weed, dude, is when I smoke weed, if I have a bunch of shit to do, I can't enjoy the smoking of the weed until I'm done doing it. I'm more apt to fucking, if I don't smoke weed, not get anything done. Because when I smoke weed, I'm like, I better get that done or I'm not going to fucking enjoy this at all. Because it just sits mind 
All right. Uh, we're in the same boat then. What's the place to be with beer and weed? Right. And I can ac- I accept both of those. I accept I accept that answer. Because it's I just I have a problem relaxing, first of all, for some reason, which is probably yeah. why I do weed, but then when I smoke weed I'm like I can't relax because I've got all this shit to do. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Here's the deal, dude. I joined this support group for people with anemia, right? Even though my anemia is taking like the weirdest turn ever, is uh, I'm still considered iron depleted, but not anemic iron depletion. But now all my other numbers are super duper high. So I'm like this fucking conundrum of blood related shit. I was going to ask you for an update about that that whole situation. So uh, just unleash, unleash. What's going on? Are you healthy? Are you feeling good or weird still? I still feel like the shitty effects of the fucking anemia. And I guess it's just going to be like that for a while. The support group that I joined, man, you know what? At one time with this thing, remember I told you I thought I was fucking going crazy? I really thought I was losing my fucking mind. And I joined the support group, dude, and, you know, I kind of put – I just put a small part of my story out there that, you know, my numbers and all this shit, every, the same shit everybody else put. But I also put in there as like, did, did anybody else notice that maybe basically they were going, thought they were going crazy. And, and the deal was Rufus is the only time I felt sane or good was at night. Right. And all of a sudden it's like sparked something in like a bunch of people because I started getting all these emails and all these posts saying, Oh my God. I didn't want to say this, but the only time I ever feel good is at night, too. Wow. And it was the weirdest thing. So last night I'm getting emails at like 3 o'clock in the morning from people or post notifications saying, oh, my God, I'm, you know, I have this anemia and I want to stay up all night. And then I thought to myself, maybe that's how vampires were invented. Maybe vampires were just anemic. They were like out trying to get blood because they had anemia. So bad, dude. That is a fascinating fucking idea. I mean, like anthropo- anthropologically, that could be where that whole thing came from. That makes it a lot of sense. And I'm telling you, dude, uh, having a media makes you feel like you lose my. I was so relieved. I even put to one lady, I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to be rude, you know, because she's like, it's maddening. I thought I was going crazy. I was fucking balled up on the bathroom floor. This lady took five years for them to figure out what was wrong with her. Holy shit, And I'm like, you must be a very strong person because after two months, I was ready to fucking kill myself. She's like, I'm not a strong person. She's like, I had a total fucking breakdown. And all because they just won't fucking check, dude. The serum parent test used to be on a CBC and then they decided just to take it off to save like fucking eight bucks or something. Fucking ridiculous. The government wouldn't pay for it. Medicare didn't want to pay for it. And I'm not saying with me, I'm just at one point, Medicare is like, we're not paying for that for old people. Get it off there. Right. But it just was, it's crazy to read these emails from all these people. Most of them are women. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm like the only man there, so I'm probably going to be being stalked by a bunch of sexy, anemic women pretty soon. Sweet. But uh, I had a closed group, and I sent the administrator an email saying, Hey, I know my name is, you know, kind of a comical, facetious name, but I really would like to be in this group. 
you know, and like kind of explain what went on with me because I didn't want to think I was joining the group because a lot of people that suffer from anemia suffer because uh, they have really bad periods. And I'm like, they're going to think I'm coming and be like, oh, yeah, all the chicks have really bad periods. That's why they have anemia and stuff. No, and you know what? Come to find out, dude, that's why most people, most women get migraines is because they get low iron levels from menstruating. My wife gets migraines, and I told her that, and she won't believe me. Like, okay, don't believe me. Just suffer through the fucking migraines. Well, wait, she could at least take some iron pills just to test the theory. All I said was go have your iron tested. It costs like 20 bucks. You know, of course you have to pay for it yourself because no doctor will fucking order it, but. (sighs) But no, I'm just an idiot. The deal is, no one believes you, dude. Believes that iron, iron could make you feel that fucking horrible. No one wants to believe it, and I wouldn't have believed it myself unless I fucking experienced it. And I, the lady was saying, some of the ladies were saying that their their hematologists never believe their symptoms. Or like the one hematologist told the lady, "You can't get dizzy from having anemia." And I'm like, "Time to check this board where there's like ten thousand people who are like, I'm dizzy because I have anemia." I'm like, they should bleed every fucking hematologist to, like, the point of having anemia just so they know what the fuck it feels like. Sort of like character acting or method acting. You know what I mean? You have to, like, bleed yourself into anemia so you can get inside the anemic's head, so to speak. Well, it's kind of like uh, in some, like, uh, police academy recruitment bullshit. Like, everybody has to get taste so they know what it's like to be taste. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, do you ever watch that show, 90 Day Fiance? I've seen it off and on. I'm not. I, I'm not into it to the point where I, I'm like caught up with everything. But I've I've seen several episodes and I really like it. I would I would like to follow it more. And it it's just a a, a horror shit show of awkwardness every time I see it. But I love it. It's, like, so obvious that, like, three out of four people on that show are just trying to get fucking green cards. They should just scrap the whole fucking program. <laughs> I mean, you don't even, you know, this is what you could do, dude. If there's, like, a really good-looking dude or you're a really good-looking chick going with a really ugly, grody person, then you have to know that they're just doing it for the fucking green cards. It's just so you know obvious. What? And those always fail. I'll, they always get married. I would find that. And then they fail, and then the guy gets to fucking stay here, or the lady gets to stay here. It's total bullshit. I would find the show more interesting if they were just upfront about that. If it was like mail order brides, you know, from Russia or the Philippines or whatever, okay. that's interesting to me to see how that works out. Because there's this chick this year dating a guy who actually seems pretty cool. He's a medical marijuana guy, and uh, this he's a bigger guy. And seems like a really nice, cool guy. And this chick from fucking Russia comes over, and she's got these huge fake tits and these fake lips. And she's only like 19, so she says. She obviously was doing porno in Russia, but she Wait. is like just abusing this poor fucking guy. You know, he's like oh, living man. in a hotel with her, like a five-star hotel, and she's like bitching about fucking everything. And you're just like, you know what? Just send that fucking bitch back now, dude. Treat some regular chick that nice, and you'll probably find a decent person, you know? Maybe she won't have those big fake tits and that corny lip job, but 
this chick just abuses the fuck out of this guy. It's crazy. I don't know. It's it's hard to land a chick if you're if you're the nice guy. I got a guy on my Facebook feed. I've known him for years. He is the nice guy. He's gay. Never hooked up. No, I, I know he's not gay. He's just desperate. Why did you try to have relations with him? He thinks I I tried to penetrate him, and he was like, "No, I don't I don't do that." And I said, "Okay, I respect your choices." Maybe but he's just a giver he, and not a receiver. That's true, but I tried to take, and he wouldn't let me have. Oh. Okay. Was this the guy in back of you in the line at Walmart? Because it, uh, this story sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. What what he would let me do, I mean, he was all tatted up. But he had one of those big earrings that is just like he has a big hole in his ear. I did put my pee-pee through that. Dude, this, I have to tell you this. I was thinking about this earlier. And I was so afraid I was going to forget. But I was looking at, at Facebook today, right? There's like some people I know who I, I guess they're hipsters. But these people were having the ultimate fucking hipster wedding, okay? And this guy's wearing overalls, and he's got, like, the hipster mustache and shit. And I see this wedding picture, and I think to myself, oh, my God, they're going to fucking definitely regret that someday. You know what I mean? It's like the marriage can't even work because it's laid on this foundation of a hipster wedding. that It it looked like it was happening in, like, the 1800s. The guy's wearing, like, overalls and a a bow tie, like no coat or anything like these floodwater pants. I'm like, it, this can't work. This marriage cannot fucking last. I'll be surprised. I will definitely be surprised. And, and if it does last, they've got to be, uh, forgive me if they're your friends, but they must be the most obnoxious people on the fucking planet. No, they're not my friends. I can easily say they're not. They're a friend of a friend. I've never even met these people, but I that makes me more uh, more than capable of, of passing judgment on them. So I feel like I, I just stand by that. Excellent. Excellent answer. <laughs> well, I mean, really, I just looked at this picture and I'm like, there's no way you want to look back at your wedding pictures with your kids in fucking 20 years and go, yeah, that's me with the pencil mustache and the fucking skinny suspenders. You know no. what I mean? like I'm in a fucking tobacco ad from 1886. It's one thing if you look back on your pictures and you're you're beholden to whatever was stylistic at the time. You know, if, if my parents look back and I see a wide fucking necktie and a frilly shirt or whatever, but whatever you're... That's a gimmick. You know, the whole hipster thing is a fucking gimmick. You're going to look right. back at your wedding pictures and be like, Wow, we turned our wedding into a shtick. Well, of course you've got a whole sleeve of tattoos to remind you on a daily basis that you're a fucking idiot. So. Oh yeah. You know, the good thing about wedding pictures is that you don't look at them. I have wedding pictures that I have never looked at. I've never. I have a wedding video that I've never watched. I mean, I guess it's like something you do on your deathbed, maybe. I guess. Or, I, don't, I don't have any. I think they're just for divorce proceedings mostly, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Did I, I ever tell you about our? Go ahead. Did I ever tell you about my wedding? You did. You got married at the courthouse, correct? I did, but first we went to a different courthouse and we got all dolled up, and it was me and my my suit and the wife and her dress, and we just went. And there was the the, the judge to marry us, and my brother who was going to be the witness. And we didn't have the 
the proper documents. And I told the judge, I was like, well, don't you have the fucking documents? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? And she's like, no. So we just went home and drank beer and barbecued. And then eventually we got married on my lunch break. So, yeah. I don't, so I don't did you have sex was, that uh, night or not? Uh, Probably, yes. Because you I'm were guessing. drunk? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was our the honeymoon at home. <laughs> Dude, when I got married, I'm telling you, it was like it took – we got married – in Atlanta, Georgia, right? A bunch of my friends came down and, you know, we did the whole fucking rigmarole. And by the time we got fucking married, I, they could have put me in a fucking casket. I was so fucking beat down and, like, had been drinking for, like, seven days straight and oh, talking God. to people I had seen in fucking 20 years. And on our honeymoon night, me and my wife basically left our own reception, like, an hour early because we were so fucking beat down and just went up to the the hotel room and ordered a club sandwich. And uh, I, I, I was nice enough to let her blow me. So, I mean, it's kind of like we had sex on our wedding night. I, I let her blow me. And, you know, I thought, well, I just felt like that was good enough. I, I think I might even carried her over the threshold. <laughs> or did she carry you? She made over one shoulder, I meant. Just over my shoulder. Against <laughs> her own will. Yeah, I don't remember any of that because I wasn't invited. Oh, that's right. You uh, you were avoiding <laughs> me at the time now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I got the invitation. I, I was like, ugh. I just sort of did that. I shrugged my shoulders. It's like, no. I think you were avoiding no. me this time. I, I think I was afraid that I didn't invite you, dude, because I was afraid that you would talk me out of it. <laughs> Being a true right. friend. Dude, I, I, I envisioned the day that you would get married. I, I had a speech worked up in my brain. I was like, I know. I had my fingers crossed. I was like, I'm going to be the best man. I'm going to be the best man. When Zizek gets married, I'm going to be the best man. And then it came and went. And I had to use that speech my brother's my brother's wedding, and it made no fucking sense because his name's not Zigzag. <laughs> You're talking about times at Roehampton and whatnot. People are like, "What is he talking about?" Band, <laughs> Hypersloth, what? Aaron was never in a band. Yeah, it would have had a very targeted audience, mainly you. Did you have to give a speech at your brother's wedding just out of curiosity? I did, yeah. You know, I gave I gave a speech. Actually, when we lived together at Roehampton, I gave a speech at a wedding. Remember our friend Nick when he got married? Yeah. And, and I was Nick. the best man, and I had to give a speech. And uh, Dude, I was so fucking stressed out about this speech, right? I mean, I was so fucking nervous about it. Like, I didn't want to be his best man because I'm like, I don't want to give a fucking speech. You know? I'm like, it's going to be fucking unnerving. So, of course, the time comes for the speech, and the whole place gets quiet. And obviously, I've had about three dozen beers and a couple of joints prior to the wedding. Sure. And uh, I made my speech short and sweet. I said, I just stood up and I said, I've known Nick for a lot of years, and it looks like he finally did something right. And everybody Aww. clapped, and that was it. Dude, how short and sweet was that? And I'm like, just handed off the mic. I, I got a round of applause and, and some laughs, because really I was in it for the laughs. And uh, I just thought recently that he's divorced. So I hope I didn't have anything to do with that because apparently he didn't do something right. 
uh, apparently she didn't do something right. You, you know what? You're probably right. But I did notice this is kind of sad too. Is that uh, the chick that he's with now is like super hot and young compared to his wife? And I'm like, not, and then oh, I thought really? to myself, looks like he finally did do something right. Finally. Yes. You know, but I'm sure that this chick will probably take him for his uh, his used Subaru because that's <laughs> probably all he actually really owns. Is that a hatchback? But it better be a hatchback. It's, it's, well, yeah, because he lives in the back too. They they just moved in. <laughs> he lives in the back of a Subaru. With us, with cell phones now and streaming video, I'm surprised there's not like tons of people living in their fucking cars. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. I mean, really, you, who needs a house? Car, you don't like to get up, drive away. Dude, if if I was a single guy with no obligations to a, like a wife or child, I w- I would not have a house. I would travel all the time, constantly. Of I mean, course, working online helps. If you need a good internet connection, why not? Right. Why not? I mean, I can do pamphlets from fucking anywhere. Honestly. I can do my job from anywhere. That's why we went to Nicaragua. I mean, I've, been my, I've been making my point, sadly enough, like with my work clients, to see them in the least amount possible. Like, people call me and they're like, hey, can you drop by the office? We want to discuss this and that and whatever. I'm like, I'll make an excuse and be like, but we can go over it uh on the phone or, you know, while I'm sitting in front of my computer, as long as I don't have to see you face-to-face, I don't mind going through it. But I don't see any reason for me to drive two hours and sit at your desk to do exactly what we could do in five minutes on the phone. Right. I think, obviously, capitalism works because it lets people like us kind of do what we want to make some money. The problem with capitalism is that it, it forces me to talk to people I don't want to fucking talk to. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do I exactly. You know the problem though with the with the internet and all that stuff is like now people don't know when to turn it off. Right? I'll be no. sitting at home, dude, and I've had guys right, you know the industry I work in, call me from their trade shows and they're like, Hey dude, I need you to send over a picture of this and this floor plan. Like I work for them or like for their company. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, if I did that, dude, I'd have to charge you guys 125 bucks. You know, they're like, well, why would you have to do that? I'm like, well, because that's what I get paid, you know, for my time to do anything. You know, the least amount I charge is 125 bucks. You know, if you want me to fucking open a file and send you a picture, that's 125 bucks. Just like God, you're expecting to get paid at the end of whatever you're doing. I have to say, you're my hero, dude, from hearing that. You're my absolute hero, because I would just do it and be like, God damn it, this sucks. Oh, I've done it a million times, dude, and the problem is that I'm sick of fucking doing it, because there's nothing in it for me, and I know that sounds so selfish or whatever, but fuck that. Those guys don't do their job for free. They're gonna if I send them this picture, chances are they're gonna sell whatever they're fucking trying to sell and get their fucking five hundred dollars commission. You know what it's I mean? It's selfish. It's your it's your fucking time. That's not selfish. Time is all Thank you, you very much, Rufus. World, dude. Time is yeah, all I you mean, have in this in this world. That's it. It's the only commodity 
Time is the only currency that transcends everything else. If you're You're not going to charge somebody for your time, fuck them. Right. Because that's something else. uh, You know, I had to explain it to a guy one time, right? And he's like, well, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's because I can be using that time to do something that I am going to get paid for. Right. You know? That's, That's the difference. Because I'm using the or, time, I'm not doing something else that could pay me or that I could spend with my family. Because it's 10 exactly. o'clock at fucking night on a Sunday. I mean, God knows I'm not really exactly. spending time with my family, but, you know, I, I could have been. That's the only thing I like about my job is it keeps me away from the family. Right. Why do you think I have an office? It's not like I couldn't do my job from home. But since I have an office, which I am now calling uh, basically my – what was Superman's place? What did he call that place? <laughs> the, the, the fortress, the fortress, of, fortress solitude. of solitude. yes. I'm like – I find myself going there, and it's not that I don't love my family. It's just I feel like they're less stressed out when I'm not around. I, I, I would agree with – I wish – uh, I, I've tried to find places here in town that I could rent as an office, but the town is so small, there's no place to rent, so I've got to stay home and be here all fucking day. And it it, it, it gets stressful because of the, the stir craziness of it. Right. So, yeah, you know, we all need a break from each other at some point. Well, I mean, you know, it's so weird because I, I work from home, too. Like, fucking, I come home from work and go back to fucking work. That's sad, I know. But I really have to do it about four and a half months out of the year. But it's like I I come home or I go to the office and I get less work done there because it's just so nice being away from the house where I do my work. But I'm like, go up there. And I'm like, yeah, if I can catch up on some TV and shit like that. Nice. Because I just know that I'm going to come home and have to go back to work. I I gotta say it is good that uh, you know my boys in school and my my wife's a, a substitute teacher, and she gets gigs sometimes. You know the the days where she has gigs, and I'm really home alone. I uh, I do some of the work, but then I do I come out and kick my feet up on the couch and watch some Netflix shit. Catch up. You know what? You know what the best thing is is that there's no SpongeBob on at my work. And uh, you know what? Like I said, I love SpongeBob. Yes, I love. I'm not dogging SpongeBob, but after seeing every fucking episode 500 yes. times, and and my daughter knows she could watch. You know how you can hear one note of a song and know what the song yes. is. She could watch yes. one fucking millisecond of a SpongeBob and tell you the whole fucking story. But yet we have to watch it again. Yeah, we have SpongeBob on the scheduled DVR, and my son checks it every day. He checks, like, how many new ones are recorded, how many has he watched, and he he stops the conversation. If I'm having a conversation with my wife, he's like, hey, 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 hey. There's yeah, oh, yeah. SpongeBob's. Dude, I'm I like, can okay, wake up on it. Watch him. Any given morning, I can wake up to fucking SpongeBob blaring, and they've already left for the day. But SpongeBob is on, like, three TVs upstairs. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or however SpongeBob would laugh. <laughs> and yeah, and you're right. Funny. I think SpongeBob's a, a great fucking cartoon as cartoons go. But Jesus, motherfucking Christ, there's too much of a good thing. Yes, definitely. And you know what's funny? They make one new SpongeBob like every four months now. Somehow. 
Mm. That just tells you how much money there is in syndication, obviously, because they might as well just call Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon 2 the SpongeBob channels because it's on like eight and a half hours a fucking day. It is. That's their flagship for sure. No doubt. No doubt, Rufus. Man, oh man, what a show it's been tonight, huh? We've been on quite the roller coaster, my friend. Yeah, we have. It's good. I think we're getting back in the routine. If it's relevant, we talked about it. That's all I know. And if we talked about it, we made it relevant. Hey, what do you think about those phones starting on fire? That's got to be bad for business. You know what? Since I switched to iPhone, I don't give a fuck about Android phones. So I'm not even sure what's going on with that. I wonder how Trump would spend that if he was, like, the owner of Samsung. Uh, He's like, I'm just making it easier for people to roast marshmallows without having to cut down trees. That's right. It's an added feature. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, talk about a burner phone. See what I did there? (laughs) I see what you did there. Great. Thanks. I'm going to take that show on the road. That. That will be in Joplin, Missouri by next weekend, that fucking part of my shtick, no doubt. Hey, well, the next time I go see a D-list celebrity perform at a casino, I'm sure that they'll put that joke out. I'm like a Z-list. I'm a Z-lister. And that's only because my name is Zigzag, and I'm a bucker. I'm a bucker of systems, including the fucking alphabet. I'm bucking the alphabet from from the back to the front. Holy shit. I'm butt bucking it. <laughs> bucking it in the Z? Yeah. I'm doing it the hard way. Oh my god. I'm going balls first. Balls first? Yeah, that's something you don't hear anybody say. Balls. I'm going dick deep. <laughs> <laughs> guy I used to work with, he was telling me about a porno he was watching. I don't know why he was telling me this. He, he didn't act it out, thank God. But apparently this guy was, uh, he had this girl bent over in some weird way, and he pulled his pee-pee out uh-huh. of her, of her, you know what, but then he pulled uh-huh. his balls out of her, he pulled his balls out of her ass, so he, he was uh, doubled down. Dude, I saw the ultimate foot fetish video the other day, and what it was was this dude was banging this chick, right? And he pulls his wanker out to give her the big splashdown, and he comes (laughs) all over the tattoo of her baby's feet that she had on her tits, and some other chick licked it off. (laughs) That's classy. (laughs) Wasn't it classy? fucking baby's tattooed feet tattooed on her. I mean, oh my god, no. Yeah. I saw a pregnant woman smoking today, dude, and cleaning her car. I was like, really? I mean, you shouldn't be cleaning your car. That baby could come out at any minute. 
That's true. That, that would be terribly no, I really could see a chick smoking, and I'm thinking, I mean, you really are smoking. It, it really it, it flabbergasts me. And I'm not, I mean, everybody can have their rights or whatever, but I'm like, when that little baby's on a ventilator and I'm paying for it, I'm going to be pretty fucking mad. Right. Well, it's, it's you know just, who didn't pay for it? Trump doesn't have to pay for that kind of stuff. Maybe he is smarter than I think. Oh, he's super smart. He built a 67-story, 65-story building. Right. He sure did, and sold it, and sold it like that. Probably got paid by the floor. Problem is, <laughs> unfortunately, he didn't pay the people who built the building. He didn't think they were worth it. Oh, well, he I mean, deported if, them. If you see how many people he's fucking stiffed, it's disgusting. And he, his favorite thing to say is, I'll sue you. You can't sue everybody. You can't sue the people of the United States of America. I mean, oh, I guess you can, probably. You probably could. You know what? If he's elected president, I'm going to sue everyone that ever fucking voted for him. But that's private information. How could you do that? I'm going to have some Russian 15-year-old hack it. Hack the information. Just make sure she has nice tits. She will. She will. She just had them implanted because she also has her own uh, chatterbait site where she says she's in Colorado, but really she's in Kiev. You didn't get them on the installment plan, so she has like one really awesome tit and one that's kind of nasty. I just don't understand why anybody would pay for any of that chatting stuff when you can watch for free. And what I, I find is, have you ever seen any of that stuff like Chatterbait or whatever, where these chicks are out there making a mint because these guys are like buzzing these things they stick up their pussies that are. Uh, this, you know what? It's crazy. Is all that shit that's coming out now is shit that we were talking about fucking two years ago. For this kind of stuff. Honest to God, Rufus. It's like every fucking day, more and more stuff that we chatted about a couple years ago is becoming reality. But these yeah. chicks, I'm like, why Why would you pay? Because I'm like watching the stuff and, you know, you can see these guys chatting and tipping or whatever. I'm like, that guy's saying exactly what I'm going to say. You know, stick it in your ass. Rub it harder. You know, grab your tits. Lick your nipple. I mean, there's only like 20 things you could fucking say to these chicks that makes any sense. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. We all we all share a common mindset, but even beyond that, like no, I I haven't seen the the whole chat thing, but just in general, there's so much that's available free. Why why would you pay? How do they? I don't understand how that, how they make money because you can get a I don't either. That's a Google good question. Google images and just, just just type in any depravity you want, and I know is, why would so. anybody pay? Why who is paying? How, you. If you're paying, you really are a sick fucker. You're not just sick, you're stupid. I think you're right. You're stupid and maybe you should be put on a watch list. You should be. You should, your driver's license should be, immediately be taken away if you're paying. And I'll just you're be a little facetious. In your windshield, you, you just shouldn't be able to drive. I was being a little facetious, but really, if you're paying for shit that's easily available online for free, I think you're a little skewed in a uh, dangerous direction. You're focusing way too much on certain things. Yeah, you're not getting out of the house enough for sure. No. (laughs) And you probably look like Popeye. Your arm is probably, your right arm is probably like Popeye's arm, I'm guessing. (laughs) 
correct. But on How Tuesday. You know what? I, the ultimate hipster would be a guy dressed up like Popeye, if you ask me. Twenty eye, cup pipe, the whole fucking nine yards. You want to prove to me that you're because half of them look like Bluto, right? Why not the Popeye character? Yeah, they do. I know, dude. The crazy part was that picture I was telling you about. It's like the dudes dressed up. It looked like they were getting married on the Ingalls farm. I mean, all the people are dressed in like these fucking old timey dresses. I'm like, what the uh, fuck? Jesus. Fucking retarded. And it wasn't a theme wedding. I'm just like, this isn't even a theme wedding. It's just like hipster themed. That's what's terrible. Is it? It is themed, but it's like themed by default. It's, it wasn't planned. Right. It's just like all their, them and all their friends were just like, yeah, this is, this is how we roll in overalls and waxed mustaches and. It just- like a bunch of lumberjacks, but I've never fucking picked up an axe. Exactly. So did the, were the valets able to uh, park all those gigantic wheel bicycles? <laughs> no, no, actually they were not. But uh, most of the people came in and uh, on uh, in a wagon train. They actually were headed uh-huh. out west shortly thereafter. It was awesome when they rode away. They had like uh, milk crates and stuff on the back of their wagon. On the back oh, of their high on wagon. How adorable. It was. The, I guess probably the low light of the night, though, was the hi-fi system. was like a, just a, a, one of those a phonographs with an Edison horn on it. So there was not a lot of dancing. So I, I'm guessing that with all the, uh, the the retro historic bullshit, they, they still probably were, like, tweeting and Facebooking and Tumblering and Instagramming. Well. How All else would people know that you were MacBooks. having a hipster-themed wedding if you're not going to fucking tweet about it? That's right. I mean, I saw it on Facebook, for God's sake. I also saw that uh, they had a turkey sandwich for lunch that day, too, so I found that to be very important. Interesting. I'm sure it was organically raised and locally sourced. Well, obviously, dude. It was actually hand-fed. They hand-fed this turkey, and then they killed it. Actually, the deal was they showed this turkey so much love that it became a companion pet. And they flew (laughs) it across country on an airplane with them just to sacrifice it for uh, for the wedding because they knew that it was worthy... Uh, of feeding their friends. His name was Mel. Did they they at least donate the turkey's overalls to an orphanage? They did, and they also, uh, they donated his liver to another turkey who was suffering from liver failure from drinking too much hard cider. (laughs) Okay. Well, God bless them. It was a had the happy ending. It has a very happy ending. Dude, I saw this thing. It was the creepiest thing ever. And it wasn't, I mean, creepy is not the right word, but they, they did this double arm transplant on this guy. Have you seen this? No. Uh, it was insane, dude. I mean, it's like Frankenstein is kind of becoming more and more of a reality every day because they showed him, like, sewing this guy's arms on, and they're like, check it out. And you could see them. They were dead, right? The arms were fucking dead. 
And then yeah. when the blood hits them, dude, they just got all pink and like came to life. I was like, holy shit. It was fucking, I mean, it was unreal to look at. It was totally fucking unreal. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Obviously, you could I, probably transplant someone's head, right? Right. They're doing that. They're doing that. A guy has volunteered, and they're going to transplant a head either onto his body or his head onto somebody else's body. So, how do you get to be which guy? You know what I mean? What if one guy's like, well, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to sacrifice my body for the experiment. <laughs> well, I don't think one of those guys is a volunteer. I think only um, one gets to volunteer. The other guy is more like a victim. How weird, dude. Can you imagine waking up your fucking head on someone else's body? Well, it's what if be he's like got they, like they a little wiener? They've already done face transplants where, like, right? they transplanted an entire face. Can you imagine looking in the mirror and seeing, like, a totally different face? No. No, I could not. I mean, because I'm such was, a handsome devil anyways. Just, hey, I probably would only, rather just not be alive. It would only be a step down for you. Right. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's true. I did see this. I did see that guy who had the transplanted face. And I'm like, wow. I mean, really, you probably, you wouldn't have really known, you know, that his face was a transplant, unless they told you. I don't know. I don't know. Is there is there controversy about that? What if? I mean, think how easily you could like get away with just stealing someone's identity if they if you transplanted your face on if they transplanted their face on. You. Steal a credit card number and also right. take their face. Rob a bank. I mean, they'd be like, "Hey, so and so did." They like, "No, he's dead." That's like the perfect alibi. Have to think about that. Might be a there might should. be a future stealing faces. We should, yeah, but we should seriously uh, consider the moral implications. If, if we do that, dude, I want to do that dumb Trump look face that he has where he, like, sticks his bottom lip out like a crybaby. I'm going to make sure that I get that one. <laughs> I would like to put the face of, a, like, a Down Syndrome guy onto somebody like The Rock, who has a badass body, but have him with that Down Syndrome face. You just kind of – you just kind of did uh... – your your character for Rufus Laskowski. That's kind of what I think of when I think of him. <laughs> Chunk. Chunk, what's his right. name? Oh, Sloth. Sloth, all right. Yeah, that's right. God, you are fucking amazing to put that together. <laughs> I just fucking put that together right now. Dude, you fucking <laughs> genius sounds so deep. I can't even get to that Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. I'm touched. <laughs> That'd be fun. I'm so touched by that. What's going on in the UFO realm? Anything I need to know about? No, nothing new. I've been too busy to pay attention to it. Um, I did watch a documentary today called Australian Skies. Yeah, it was not that good. So I don't do know. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of how to. Do they see more? UFO action in Australia than we see in the States, or what? No, it's about a specific guy who is in a spot in Australia that he's filmed a lot of shit. But it was 
fucking amazing and, and weird. But the documentary is just not well done. It was kind of boring. And, yeah. Any follow up on maybe your career as a host of a UFO show? Forgot to ask you. No. Last I heard, I followed up with a guy. Maybe I told you this. I sent him, after a phone call, I sent him some stuff, some links to on camera stuff I'd done. And this is when I was getting my whole Mac setup ready. And I hadn't heard from him, so I thought maybe he didn't get the email. So I sent a follow up, and I was like, hey, ignore this. If you already got it, I just want to make sure you got it. And he said he got it. He said, thanks. This is all super useful. While we're hammering out the details, I'll be in touch soon. And that was, you know, almost two months ago now. So um, I'm assuming it's one of those things that, you know, that probably had meetings. We're like, nah, we're not going to do that. Or they're like, hey, dude, how do we get this guy's credit card information? Yeah. I'm just glad that there's been no black helicopters, you know, circling my house or anything. Not yet. Not yet. You and that... Andy Jones. You mean Alex Jones? Alex Jones, yeah. Did I say Andy? Whoops. He was actually on Howard Stern not that long ago, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, he held he was pretty interesting on Howard Stern. I, you know, they expected him to be like a total whack job, but he he fucking tuned it down, and and he was a pretty good guest actually. I was kind of surprised. I mean, well, he's not like an intelligent too. person. He just sometimes well, I think he takes stuff a little too far. Uh, he's super intelligent, but yeah, I think he takes things a little too far. You remember watching him when he had a cable access network? Yeah, right. That's like my claim to fame. When anybody talks about uh, Alex Jones, I'm we used to watch him at two o'clock in the morning on fucking. Uh, I mean, if anything, it tells you that, that you can fucking start out with just a little show. On oh yeah. Cable and have a fucking real career out of it. I mean, he probably makes $10 million a year or something now. Even if he's out of his mind, it's inspirational. I met him once in 2009. I was working with a uh, guy on a screenplay, and we always met at this place in Austin. It was a restaurant and a bar, and one night I got there early. What's the name of the party? Uh, Opal Defines. It's on okay. Congress and 35. And I get there early, and there's a party going on in the back room. <clears throat> it turns out it's uh, not like a wedding reception, but maybe a, a shower or something. And Alex Jones is there, and I just kind of look over the corner. I'm like, oh, shit, this fucking Alex Jones. And he comes out to, to get something from the bar, and I'm sitting right next to the bar. And when he goes back in, I said, hey, Alex, I'm a big fan, even though I really – it wasn't. I wasn't like an anti-fan, but I was like, I didn't know anything other than that right. cable show, and he was kind of getting big. And I was on the computer writing the screenplay, and he kind of put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, well, what you do is some research. Keep that research up. All that research helps. And then he slapped me on the back and, and walked off. He thought I was researching something, you know, like something. Right. Of course you are. You're a fan of Alex Jones. You're getting to the bottom of the oh, whole Rothschild right. conspiracy. I'm doing a deep dive. Deep dive. Well, probably, he's like, the poor guy's lost his way and kind of went bananas. Because then he starts talking about stuff that you're like, you know what, dude, even if that is true, who cares? You know what I mean? There's I nothing think- you can do about it. There's nothing you can change about certain things, about, you know, aliens and all that stuff or whatever. You just can't change it, so... 
you know, I mean, I agree that it's important to know about, but it, it, you can't make there being aliens into a conspiracy. You know what no, I mean? And I, it I, just, I, just is. Right, right. I, I think there probably is some kind of cover-up. I don't know if I go so far as to say conspiracy, but at some point, whenever that shit becomes like your job, then you have to keep coming up with the craziest fucking thing, you know? I mean, right, in order exactly for him to right. perpetuate his existence, he's every everything has to be a conspiracy. Good point. Absolutely Good point, Rufus. You know? You know? Yes, I do know. You're exactly right, 100%. Yeah, you just got to keep topping yourself, sort of like the Kardashians do. Yeah, exactly. Or even that show and Ancient Aliens. Like, do like, these people get any dumber? And it's like they surprise you and just get dumber. I mean, it's like you just couldn't think it could happen, but it does. You think if you could wipe yourself that you would be smarter than they are dumb. But, I mean, apparently they can wipe themselves and they're still even stupider every day. I think it's it's alarming the fact that the Kardashians even have a show. I mean, that says more about the American public than it does about the Kardashians, that their ratings yeah. are so fucking high. Explains to you how Donald Trump is about to be your next president, in a nutshell. Yes. Amen. Amen. I mean, all these people, who would vote for Donald Trump? It's like these middle of America people want to vote for Donald Trump, who he, they absolutely have nothing in common with him. It just, nope. It's mind-boggling. Just like they don't have anything in common with the Kardashians. But they're like, they're, hang they're, on their fucking word. Their simple reptilian brains are just triggered by sensationalism, and you know somebody's saying something surprising. Ooh, that that's off a spark in my mind. This must this guy it, must be worth my vote. Oh my God, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Two two points is how much Hillary's leading doofus by right now. No matter how much bullshit comes, he could say that he chopped up a prostitute tomorrow and he would spin it into like he did like a noble thing probably what's crazy what's really fucking crazy is I don't even think he'd spin it he'd just be like yeah yeah that's what I did whatever and people would be like he's telling it like it is it's the smartest thing I ever did Rufus I chopped her up into little bitty pieces (laughs) and I put her on a pizza and I fed her to a homeless guy it was I did the right thing that's right, right, or a clown. <laughs> you know what? A Trump clown might be the big hit for fucking uh, for Halloween this this season. I have a feeling. Oh wow! I really, I really do. I think you're on to something. And he just and he just does nothing but make uh, balloon pussies that he grabs. <laughs> Really, I wonder if there's an adult-themed, like, clown out there. Like, you're saying that these sexy clowns come that come and, like, make a cock and balls or a pair of tits or fucking a, a balloon uh, pussy and shit like that for, a, like, an adult-themed party. There's got to be, don't you think? There's got to be. There's, if there's not, there should be. There definitely should be. You should look into that. We're taking my daughter to the magic show tomorrow night. She doesn't know it yet, but she's going to be super stoked. I'm interested to see this guy's shtick. 
a it's like a weird show, magic really? show in like a theater with a thousand people or whatever. I wonder if it's going to be any no good. Kidding. What are your thoughts? Think it's going to be any good, or you think it's going to suck? I don't know. I, I fucking love magic, dude. Uh, I know a little bit about how it all works, so I might be a critical audience member, but I, I still <laughs> think that it, it would be fun to go to. Yeah, I'm pretty interested to check it out. I mean, I'm interested in magic, too. I think it'd be cool to know magic, and I bought, like, a magic book and stuff like that, and, like, how to do card tricks, but I never I never really followed through with learning any of the tricks. I'm like, whoa, that's got quite a few steps there. And you know what it is? It's a lack of practice. If I can't get it right, yeah. like, the first or second time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even trying to palm this fucking penny anymore. I'm sick of it. should be easier. I got into a... Uh... I was really curious about, like, doing card magic for a while. I even bought, like, a DVD course, and I learned some pretty cool tricks, and I fooled the fuck out of my, my wife a few times. And I can do some tricks. I can spot tricks now. Whenever somebody's, like, doing a card trick, I'll be like, oh, yeah, they're doing a double lift and a fucking flippy flank and whatever. Right. But it's tough, dude. It's like you almost have to be kind of an athlete level to really do that shit. I know. Do you ever see that show, The Carbonaro Effect? Oh yeah, dude! I love that show. I love. You know what? I think Michael Carbonaro is a great actor, not just a good magician, oh, but he's a fucking believable actor, one hundred percent. He is a talented motherfucker in in all respects. Yeah, I, I do love that show. Yeah, it, it. I mean, it's a great idea for a show. It's like why did they take that show Scare Tactics off? Remember that show? I love that motherfucking show too. Absolutely, how did, dude. How, they're remaking fucking movies like uh, RoboCop, but somehow they take scare tactics off the air. There's fucking something is rotten in Hollywood if if that's the kind of shit that's going on. They tried to reboot Scare Tactics. I think the original Scare Tactics Scare Tactics was hosted by Shannon Doherty because she was in that uh, that horror movie, and then they rebooted it with the black guy, which is uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Tracy Morgan, right? Well, that, yeah, I mean, that and it didn't last. Five years ago, though. I'm talking about it needs to be done right now. And all you know what all you have to do is have people dressed up as clowns. That could be like the whole show. It could be every episode. The host could be a clown. Of course. A, a clown holding a hatchet. I don't know. I don't see this. I see a clown person getting killed in the next two, three weeks. Someone dressed as a clown. So just not safe to be dressed as a clown right now. A clown named Matthew, forget about it. I would like to know, I'd like to get down to the, the meat and potatoes of why these fucking clown people are even doing this. Like, is it just for fun? Is it for well, yeah, now the deal. They've made it into, like, something that creepy fucking weirdos want to do. I saw that they arrested the guy for dressing as a clown now because he was clowning around figuratively. And uh, but those clowns—you can't lump all clowns into the same category because a couple of bad clowns cause problems. That's exactly right. You can't judge clowns up. That's what I say. Let's clownist. I mean, I was—I was gonna be a clown, but uh, I couldn't fit into the shoes. They just—the shoes were too expensive for me. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, they they were too small for me too. 
I just I couldn't see him getting on a payment plan for a large pair of shoes like that. I just it didn't my credit my credit wasn't good enough to get on the payment plan for the shoes and the and the nose at the same time. Well, you got to protect your credit. Hey, I got to run because my bladder is seriously dude. I can feel it like pushing against my lungs. All right. Well, don't run, walk first of all. Well, no, I'm gonna have to crawl. You ran to the bathroom so fast. And almost didn't make it. Did you had your dick out halfway there and then just pissed into the sink? Yes, and, and you could, you you like feel the piss stream like moving up the urethra and it's almost yeah. there and you're like, holy fuck! Yeah, I've done that yeah. in the shower and the sink. And the yeah, I'm glad to know that I'm not the only person that has ever pissed in the sink. When I lived in the dorm at no. St. Edwards, I pissed in the sink more than I pissed in the bathroom. I think probably. I did do that in my own house because the kitchen's closer to the bathroom. There you go. I can respect that. You ever piss into the sump pump? Now, there's a special place to piss, let me tell you. <laughs> well, I've, I've never had a baby, so I've, I've never had a sump pump. I've my house into having three and a half bathrooms by pissing into the sump pump. <laughs> now it's a No, no. I have pissed into a Starbucks cup that was empty and on the coffee table. One time during the show, I pissed into a Powerade bottle. I can tell you that for a fact. That wasn't even that long ago. We were having an excellent show. I just couldn't see letting it go because I had to piss. All right, I'm going to let you pee, Rufus, and uh, I will talk to you next week. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to get some new shots of the Bud Buddy, and we're going to get this shit updated and start making some money. Let's do it. All right, here it is, folks. Beer is food. You asked for it. I'm spinning it. We'll catch you next week. Until then, be good or be bad or do whatever you do, but don't vote for Trump. Adios. Be good or be better. That's great, dude.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus.